I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Welcome, everyone, to Radish episode 164. I am your host, uh, Sean Boy. Still hey. Fish July. Hey. Might have used that already. I've lost track. Is there track. a fish album called John Boy? It's called Lawn Boy. <laughs> Lawn Boy. Ah, okay, Lawn I, Boy, I picked indeed. the wrong consonant. I would have lost Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> if I was playing, if the category was fish and Vanna would have given me the finger. Um, <laughs> I think she should do that. I think Vanna White, if you get the wrong letter, should give you the finger. <laughs> if you really if you really mess it up, I don't know, she throws something at you, gives you the pressed ham. Uh I'm Will. Uh I'm Will. Oof. <laughs> Not so easy, See, is it? I stole no no I stole Elefunk from Tyler. And yeah. then I did Monkey Business. And that's about all there is for the No, there's the beginning. <laughs> there's the beginning and the uh, Dirty end. Bit. Dirty bit. Uh, yeah, I'm just Will Black Eyed Peas far. <laughs> just just going to claim that whole discog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm Tyler. I'm Tyler. Hey, Jealousy by Gin Blossoms Me this week. Just summer 90s hits? <laughs> yep, I'm going summer. La- last week I was Fastballs the Way. That's and, uh, right. This week I'm, I'm Gin Blossoms Hey, Jealousy. We're getting an Eiffel 65 reference next week. <laughs> yep. It's what up? It's Tyler Steal My Sunshine Mink Link. <laughs> I remember hearing that song. I remember hearing Je- Hey Jealousy when it was playing on the radio and thinking that it was called Hey Chelsea and it yeah. was about President Clinton's daughter. I thought it was like a my my date with a the very politically minded young a very politically minded child. Yeah, I didn't learn Bill Clinton's daughter's name until last year. <laughs> My entire, I forget which birthday it was, had to have been seven or eight. Uh, that entire was birthday Clinton was, it was <laughs> taken up by the Clinton scandal, just like impeachment following. And so all the, all my aunts and uncles who were there to celebrate me were instead, I just remember crowded around the TV and just discussing it and no one was paying attention to me. All the so, children too. This there were no children. So boxes and Capri Sun. <laughs> there was no children at your birthday party? Not that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Sean had a Mountain Goats themed birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> There's no children. What's your favorite misheard lyric? Just real quick. There's a couple. Oh, oh man. I don't even think I can think of any. I've got one that my coworker uh, gave that I haven't been able to stop thinking about. And it's an album that turns 30 this year. Uh, the Happy Metallica, birthday. the Metallica track "Sad but True." Um, mm-hmm. he used to think that they were saying "Sand Patrol." <laughs> and if That'd you listen, so much more sick. If Almost you listen to the song, it sounds like he's going "Sand Patrol." My my two favorite misheard lyrics are both from the Blue Album. Um, one of them is "Ooh, I got jumped by Buddy Holly," because <laughs> it does. <laughs> It's a very sad thing to be done. And then uh, from the beginning of Saiyan 8, so it's uh, somebody's hiding a clown in my icebox, which is <laughs> <laughs> both of them, you can't unhear them, and both of them are very scary. Well, this week we're talking about a, a new Utah fish planting measure. I'm not sure what to call it. 
Uh, that's fish with an fish F planting measure. as a change. <laughs> um, then we're going through uh, the newest Marvel movie, because of course we're going through a uh, new comedy, and then uh, a video game with large swords. So you can really just kind of parse out <laughs> who's talking about what here. Um, hey. And then <laughs> to celebrate its recent release last week, we're going to go through... Uh, all of the new I think you should leave sketches and rank them officially. If you're listening to this, you're just going to uh, visualize it on your own. I'll post it. Yeah, we're going to post it. Oh, good. Okay. In any case. You get to see uh, everything. Great, <laughs> great news, everyone. Uh, in Utah, wait, planes are wait, shitting. Whoa, wait, uh, wait. <laughs> get ahead of yourself here. You have to wait. Planes are <laughs> shitting fish in Utah. This is this is the plot of Planes Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's planes and Finding Nemo together at last. So let's. It's just we're reading a tweet from KCTV uh, in I believe I guess Salt Lake City. I'm not quite sure. Where are they from? Where they're only that's way cynic, to find out. That's a national broadcast. You 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 don't watch? Uh, was it CKTV? You don't watch CKTV? KCTV. KCTV. CKTV is Ban Margera's skate videos. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. He's, uh, he's, he's still alive, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you got the reference. I'll read the tweet, then I'll describe the uh, the the visuals I'm looking at here. Uh, fish drop. Thousands of fish were dropped from a plane into lakes near Bicknell, Utah, July 6th. The goal is to restock the lakes, which are only accessible by plane. The Utah Division of Wildlife Resources says survival of aerial stocked fish is incredibly high. But not a hundred. I just, I like how their follow-up quote isn't like, hey, you know, this is what we do all the time. This is just a usual thing. It's just like, I know what you're thinking. These fish are living. Most of them live. <laughs> Most of them live. I wonder what the calculated risk is. Like, how did they also... test that? Did, did they did they know the exact height to drop them from? Oh, you, someone doesn't see MythBusters. You put an accelerometer on on Buster, <laughs> drop him out of an airplane. <laughs> you see if he's still got a head afterwards. Gotcha, gotcha. You got to take several fish, and you got to realize what forces they can withstand and how many Gs. Yeah, a lot of fish got punched <laughs> for, for science. Scientists standing out by a <sighs> throwing fish, punching them. Can you punch it the, a little the, harder? <laughs> the plane looks to be maybe, I don't know, 100 feet or even less in the air, so it's not terrible. If a human health fell from this height, they would probably be significantly injured. Um, Depends on the <laughs> surface tension of the water. That's true. <laughs> If they were holding a like a brick or a cinder block and let go just before they hit the water to break the surface tension, they'd be fine. <laughs> or the fish from right before then hits the water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That first fish is is taking the taking the the mortal blow for everyone else. <laughs> the best shot of this whole thing is just like if you you can follow one fish and the ones that go way out to the edges are gone. They are in the woods. <laughs> Like, most of the ones that fall through the center, right in the water, they're fine, they're okay. The rest of them are just, they're going to find them in trees. Yeah. 
<laughs> Scare the hell out of some campers. Some guy on a bike is going to get hit by one. <laughs> I like how they're announcing this. I like how they're putting this out. Like, hey, we're restocking fish. Great. <laughs> Thank God there, there's been a wait list for a while. Yeah. New fish dropped. New fish dropped. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Dude, and luckily, the lakes are video? only accessible by plane, so... Not true. <laughs> you can absolutely get a horse up there. <laughs> or That's true, you get a horse up there. Or a car. It's not It's not an island. It's a mountain. You can take a boat or a... It's What is this? Oh, we had I'm, to take the fish by plane. Like, you couldn't put I'm them just in saying, a no one's there in a canoe enjoying a nice day on the lake getting pelted by fish as if it were another plague. That would be so good, though. <laughs> that I can see. The funniest thing is they didn't have to fly that high. They could have flown <laughs> 40 or 50 feet. <laughs> no, they went up. <laughs> they went up to a couple a couple nautical miles in the sky and <laughs> decided because <laughs> we were going to drop the payload. <laughs> I got to get that Dr. Strangelove, just Utah backwoods <laughs> equivalent of a large man riding a tiny fish all the way to the... <laughs> Slim Pickens riding the fish down. Um, have y'all seen this video before? Because I swear I saw this like last year. I don't know if it was like in a dream or what. Have you not seen FishTube? I was yeah, seen you fish thinking tube. of FishTube. I go on FishTube regularly to watch that one scene from Shape of Water. Um, <laughs> ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Um, not lit. <laughs> 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 no, but I I feel like I've seen the fish being, uh, for lack of a better word, ejaculated out of a plane uh, before. <laughs> there's a lot of better words than that. I'm just going to say. There's not. That's the, the word. <laughs> Shat is, is probably a better one. Fish are um, being re- shitted out of a plane. I, I, I'm re- with you, though, Will. I, feel, I feel like this is kind of a cop-out for good news because it's not necessarily news. This may just be a routine thing that people in utah and maybe elsewhere uh have been doing for maybe since the wright brothers um mitt romney signed off planes. on this it's it's news to a lot of people it's news to us it might be news to some of the viewer or the viewers and or listeners and it's certainly news to the fish um <laughs> i don't think they were expecting this at all yeah they're just like having like a fun a fun tuesday like oh oh my gosh we get to go on an airplane this is great <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised the TSA let them on with all that liquid. Oof. Boom. Not Boo. lit. Not lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so with thank that... you to Will for finding this article for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to give I'm... a producer credit where it's due. Uh, shout out Gary, who sent this to me on Instagram, and then Will sent it to the Discord maybe three hours later, completely unrelated. So, uh, another great idea from me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to talk us to talk about the planes shitting the fish. Uh, now, as we uh, go on to the show and tells, we're going to take a brief break uh, for an ad read. Uh, what? We're talking like legitimate ad read for an advertisement. I, uh, I have nothing to read this week. Hello everyone, my name is Griffin Reynolds. And I'm BJ Guest. And we are the hosts of The Best Palcast. It's a show where two best friends discuss video games, movies, TV, and merry thing in between, such as... The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who would win in a fight? Samwise Gamgee? Psh, 
or Axel Foley. Yes. <laughs> and we even have guests like Andrew Gebbia and Alex Melton. If this sounds like a rip roar and good time to you, then swing on by. We have new episodes that drop every Wednesday. Every record live on twitch.tv slash the best palcast on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope to see you there. You guys ever get sad? All right. Uh, show and tells. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this week, Marvel's back, baby. Well, I guess they've been back. They've been doing the TV shows. Finally, uh, Marvel's to... <laughs> back out of bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about them for a little bit. Fledgling studio Marvel um, back. Um, actually, congratulations to John Ch- Don Cheadle for his Emmy nomination uh, for his, his role in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, as well as all the other nominations, of course, but that one is the most baffling to me because he has maybe a half minute of screen time, Wait, uh, just Chino bouncing in... ideas off of Sam. That's literally all he does. Is that, that true? What? Yeah, I had no idea. I thought Wandavision got all of it. They all uh, did. Wandavision. Yeah, the boys um, got a bunch. It was just like the boys every got a bunch. Every show from last year was nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> yeah, Lovecraft yeah. Country. Good for Lovecraft Country because they were just canceled. Um, I, I need to get around to watching that. Probably uh, one of the reasons why they were canceled. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no surprising Emmy nominations. I mean, we can't watch uh, the Golden Globes anymore. So if if we're looking for TV awards, I guess it's, uh, it's going to be the Emmy Globes. Uh, what did happen to the Golden Globes? The Hollywood Foreign Press is going through a uh, restructuring. Ah, uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Oh. Not after, fantastic. After some uh, misconduct. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Black Widow. Uh, it's got Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Wise. Takes place uh, in the Marvel timeline. Takes place right after Captain America Civil War. So we're backtracking a little bit, obviously, because mm. something happens in Infinity War. <laughs> she goes to college. Um... Yeah, she goes to college, uh, and it, it takes it. It has Bla- obviously Black Widow on the run. She's she's a government enemy now. Uh, she's reuniting with her past to take down the Taskmaster, as well as the Red Room, where all the other Black Widows come from. Uh, it's good. It's Mar. I mean, it's Marvel, right? Marvel's back, so you, you get what you pay for. Thirty dollars to be precise. Um, the standout from this movie is Florence Pugh. She's hilarious. Uh, she has very emotional scenes. She kicks ass, and obviously her stunt doubles kick ass. Uh, she she really steals the show from this movie. Um, in fact, there's a, a really just a lot of great action set pieces and, and just fun, um, you know, normal Marvel fare. Um, if I were to compare this film to any other film in Marvel, it would be the Captain America films. It's definitely an espionage thriller. Uh, oh. It actually kind of reminded me of uh, like Jason Bourne, just kind of like jumping through windows, through other windows, and you know, just kind of kicking ass and running through cities that have been destroyed. Like it's 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 fun. Uh, David Harbour is also great as the Red Guardian. Um, Rachel Wise had my heart. She's fantastic as Melina, um, the Mummy herself mummy herself uh, <laughs> check it out um like i said it's a whopping 30 dollars on disney plus right now like it's gonna be free on disney plus in october 
if you're doing the theater thing, I this this obviously built for for seeing in a theater. Uh, otherwise, you know where to look for for movies. Yo, check ho, it out. Yo ho. Um, knowing you know the, this takes place pre Infinity War and all of that, I'm in no rush to like see like how it's leading up to the next phase of Marvel movies because I, I I don't think it is much. Um, but it does sound fun, and it's but it's something I, I don't want to pay for. So I'll just wait till it hits Disney Plus in October. Totally fair. Heard great things. I'll, I'll, I'm glad Florence had a good time. I'll co-sign it because I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I didn't watch. I I watched. I watched it kind of passively. I was I was finishing fair. my show until during it. Um, <laughs> my family and I rented it though. And we watched it together. Uh, the jokes are pretty good. Like David Harbour is really funny in this one. Yeah. Uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised with how much I enjoyed a lot of it. Also, a lot of really good set pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like how they, not to not to spoil Sean's point here, how they do tie it in going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, it, to, it is neat. To Sean, to, I was thinking when Sean mentioned that. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't take place after Infinity War. It's not um propelling a story forward where we are now in the timeline mm. but what it is doing is obviously it's tying up a very large storyline giving a lot of background to some characters that we might not have you know seen a lot of mm. uh and it's also starting a lot of new storylines so it, it in its own way it is propelling it forward if even though it's not taking place in the timeline of phase four if that makes right. sense. right it does i i've seen a couple spoilers so i know i think i know what you're talking about um okay. but yeah right now uh, when it comes to moving uh phase moving the marvel mcu forward uh i'm all about that quantum realm baby i'm all about those multiple timelines hit me up with the loki finale tomorrow well i'll go next um Ooh, sorry 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 oh, i just so want to say one thing um obviously we just kind of skimmed the surface to just say hey it's good it's marvel um if you want like a super in-depth dive i know uh best pal cast diving super into it also on indie source network check out their episode this week yeah. showing some love sorry go ahead sean they're the more legitimate reviewers than we are yeah. we're just we just talk about vibes just vibes <laughs> baby this, this is just the in-between talk between us talking about Grimace's dick and the I think you should leave uh, By the way, season. he's not yeah. circumcised. There's no way that Grimace <laughs> is circumcised. He has no religious obligations. He did it for no. fun. Robble, <laughs> <laughs> robble. <laughs> uh, speaking of vibes and doing it for fun... Uh, this week, <laughs> I'm bringing the absolutely unbelievably delightful comedy, a movie I was hesitant to watch despite the widespread praise, uh, but I am so, so glad that I did. It's available on Hulu now. It is Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. It is mm. a... I, I have to pull from my letterbox review here because it is just an absolute romp it is so funny it has been so long since i've seen a movie this shamelessly goofy come along since maybe like early will ferrell movies like adam sandler golden years kind of stuff like it reminded it gave me like somehow austin power vibes um which is not to you know yes (laughs) 
put down the performances of stars and writers Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumilo, um, who were just so great and so effortlessly funny. It is. It, it was just an absolute surprise. I admittedly, I am someone who did not enjoy Bridesmaids. So when I see a trailer come up and say from the people who brought you Bridesmaids, I was I was like, mm, I don't know. But then I have to realize that I watched Bridesmaids when I was twenty, twenty one, and I, you know, have I've th- like to think I've grown. You probably since didn't then. understand the jokes then. You, yeah, I, that's you've got a, yeah, a pretty a high IQ then. to get Bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but this is uh, a whole other beast in that it just doesn't take itself seriously. The performances are great. The jokes are fan fucking tastic. Um, the cameos are solid. Jamie Dornan is a, an absolute doll. Um, Damon Wayans Jr. It puts on is extremely funny. You'll see if you can find him in it. Um, but I this is watching it last night. I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, one of my new favorite rewatchable comedies. Like, until the heat death of the universe. It's so, Soon. so well done. Uh, if uh, you're looking for a great summer vibe movie, or just looking for, a, like I said, a, a genuine comedic romp, uh, please watch Barb and Star. It is, you will continue to hear about it for the rest of your life. Um, it is, ex- Josh Greenbaum did an excellent job directing. Uh <laughs> You just got to keep with it. It's it's so so good. Laugh I have my heard, ass off. I I know a lot of folks who have, or I don't know a lot of folks who have seen this, but the few folks that I know who have seen this, like, are very verbally for this film. Like, really, really, really love this movie. So, I gotta check it out. I saw the. I think I saw the trailer, and I was like, "What is this even going to be?" It, it's obviously it's like the target Kristen Wiig's target lady, uh, but obviously it's 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 much 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 more. And it's on Hulu, so of course, the best part I could say about that Tyler is that like the trailer, the trailer I watched before it last night had some very funny moments, and I was like, "Oh, I'm very excited to watch this. It seems great." When those moments came up in the the movie, they had been already overshadowed by so many better jokes like they put in like the c b minus like tier jokes in the trailer and the rest of it is just so like in your face just so fast you'll miss it it's so so good um i i noted that like as you know the the canon of like snl alumni led comedies go like i said you know adam sandler will ferrell mike myers there's a lot of bad ones. Pete Davidson. There's a lot of uh, not. I will not enjoy a Pete <laughs> Davidson movie. Um, you say that. Or now. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but as far as those go, like the ones we hold as the best, this is absolutely one of them. And it's been so long since we've had one. Um, but I, I say it's rewatchable. Peyton and I are going to her mom's this Saturday to watch it with her. Like four days after we watch it, I'm so excited to watch it again. Uh, what's up, you boy, Mr. JRPG? We're talking about Xenoblade Chronicles this week. Uh, I don't know what this character is. <laughs> it's like a guy who like <laughs> hangs out at GameStop but doesn't work there. Xenoblade Chronicles is uh, it's a it's an RP, JRPG. It's it's oh, like man. an MMO, but it's single player. Um, it's got the same kind of like MMO combat, where you have a little party and you go around. There's global cooldowns and you get get and get in place and hit stuff with your sword and learn skills and level up and do fetch quests. Uh, but what I like about this game is 
the world building and the characters are dope as hell. It takes place in a world where uh, the planet is just an endless, vast, flat ocean besides two giants, a giant robot and a giant organic being named the Mechonis and the Bionis. You live on the Bionis on its knee and robots from the Mechonis fly over to the big giant knee on your on your giant and mess stuff up. So now you got to climb up to the head of this giant thing, walk across the swords because these two giants died in sword combat, walk across the swords to the Mechonis and and get back at them. And that's the plot. Is that it's it's absolutely bonkers. Like the world is a giant and you live rash. on the knee. Yeah. Um and as many tropes as it has, I legitimately at points had absolutely no clue where the plot was going. Um, it's got a really fun cast. If you've played Smash Bros, it's got Shulk. He's the guy who yells, I'm really feeling it. Um, he's also really feeling <laughs> Relatable, it. Relatable, honestly. Yeah, he's, no, I'm never really feeling it. Uh, there's also a fun <laughs> cast of, of Ryan, the adorable meathead. Sharla, the, uh, the girl with the sniper rifle. Wonderful trope. Uh, there's a little, little puffball mage guy named Ricky who speaks in like the third person kind of like Jar Jar Binks he's adorable there's a guy named Dunban he's over there um, <laughs> and yeah it's just a lot of fun it's like if you like if you like uh, like deep worlds with like something you can really put a lot of hours in just kind of walking around fighting monsters going and picking up X number of leaves or whatever um <laughs> I think I think this is one you're gonna really like. Uh, this is the definitive edition, which is on Switch. Uh, it came out on the Wii, uh, which is crazy. This game came out on the Wii because this is a massive game, um, and the Wii is didn't have very big games, which was basically a full MMO. Um, but yeah, check it out. It looks great. It's a lot of fun. The music's incredible. It's got good characters. If you like RPGs, I think this is a hard one to beat. Uh, and you can put a bunch of hours into it before you get tired of Shulk yelling. I'm really feeling it. Um, <laughs> because I, there's got to be a bug. There's got to be a bug in this game where at, during every single battle, all of the party members are yelling all of their lines at once. It is, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I can like only they're recording ass- a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> While you're fighting, there's no like pause next character talk it's every character is screaming now it's ryan time i'm really feeling it just just at all points <laughs> they don't ever and they're dead silent in between fights um so it's, it's like tennis <laughs> it's a lot like tennis uh check out xenoblade chronicles on the switch or be a loser okay. or both yeah probably <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> You want to take it away from here? Yeah, we're uh, gonna move now to our our final segment of the day of the episode, <laughs> where hopefully you've watched. I think you should leave season two. We, I when season one came out, I did a whole show and tell because I had watched it that day, and I remember coming on saying it's really funny. Y'all should watch it, and then it became a whole. I'm not saying I did. I contributed to this in any way, you but did. it became a whole cultural movement, and I was so no. happy to see everyone hop on board. And now season two is out, and we have all gathered around it, and we have enjoyed it. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, please do. It is very much worth your hour and a half it'll take to watch. Um, super funny. Tim Robinson is a, and Zach Kanan are both just comedic geniuses and making characters and writing sketches. Um, speaking of SNL alumni uh, doing great things, I think you should I leave. Think in spite. <laughs> 
I, I don't even know if you could even consider Tim Robinson fully SNL. He was barely in it. That's true. But was he, he did. A, was he a writer or a cast member? He wrote it. He wrote for it. Okay. I think he was maybe in he a did couple one sketches. season of being a cast member. Yeah. He did hated he? it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you can't do you can't do Carl Havoc on SNL. That's true. <laughs> this guy um, sucks. <laughs> uh, so we're now going to list off the sketches. Um, and, and, you know, if you're watching the stream, comment along. If you're listening to the episode as it comes out, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in the Discord. Let's let's discuss. Um, mm-hmm. So are we just going in order of sketches? Yeah, and I think it's important to note that we're we're doing the classic tier of S being standing, I guess, for super, right? S is yeah. S being the very best. Like, you, you can't get any like, better in S. Uh, super and all the way down to F, A B C D E F. So no E. There's no E. No E. <laughs> Tyler, you went to school for over what eighteen years or so. There's no E. Yeah, but it's been about that long since I've been in school. So that's fair. To be fair, I didn't. I didn't. I never got an S in a class either. So that's true. But if you played Gran Turismo, you know what S is. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> That's all I know. Gran Turismo has got an S in it. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be Gran Turimo. <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of Bonnaroo's in between school and now. So that's, that's true. Start with episode one, right? Yep, that would make sense. Number one, can't skip lunch. <sighs> <laughs> this had a funny start. Didn't stick yeah. the dismount for me. I think it was. It gets a lot of a. Uh, positive feelings associated with it because you know it was the first sketch and it was you know yeah. glad to see it back um but if it was like midway through the season i put it like a maybe a, a c b a c yeah. yeah i'm feeling a, a strong c damn i'm All giving right. this an f this uh wow really? this reminded me uh this is like the tots thing from napoleon dynamite like it's tots thing was funny well yeah but <laughs> but we love napoleon that's, dynamite it's it's wasn't super strong in my opinion. All right, I'm putting it a D. That's the average of F and two C's to my. Brain. I just like how Tim Robinson he keeps uh, in Detroiters of season one. Now season two, uh, he has a lot of hot dog jokes, and I I really appreciate the hot dog representation. It's a funny <laughs> meat. It's Mitt Romney's favorite meat. It's, it's funny meat, funny. and him cho- choking on it. It's also funny. Yeah. Um. I Everyone think loves choking. Fair. You get yeah. Whitmer Thomas in there. Next we got. Um, we got, uh, Coffin Flop. S. Instant S. S. Without a doubt. <laughs> no. Absolutely. One of the best TV, ones man. of the season. Coffin Flop, just naked bodies falling out of coffins for two minutes. <laughs> They're saying Coffin Flop's not a show. <laughs> it was fucking outrageous. And just, like, so many pratfalls of just corpses falling out of coffins. <laughs> and then ro- people diving out of the way to miss the naked body rolling at them. <laughs> the line, it's like... People are saying I can't show naked dead bodies. I can. They don't have a soul. And... <laughs> so good. Instant so S. Good. Um, next we got maybe another instant S. We got everything is upside down. The game show where he puts on all of the shit and has to go into the mall. <laughs> Carl Havoc. I don't want to be around anymore. The the probably most memed. Yeah. So uh, far. Sketch for this season so far. I gotta go A though. Yeah, I gave that an A as well. 
I don't even want to be around anymore. I mean, I know the average is A, but I'm giving it an S. That That's just a joke that, like, I was giggling days after watching it of just fucking Carl and all the, 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 the makeup. Just like, I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> it, it was just, good. It, yeah. It, it didn't stick to dismount. I thought the, the first half of the sketch, the first 80% of it's incredible. And then towards the end, it's just kind of like, all right, we'll take the makeup off. And I was like, oh. I was kind of hoping there'd be something else, but I think I think A's 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 the average. A's there. fair. I guess fair. Totally fair. Next we have um, the Little Buff Boys competition. I'm giving it a B for Buff Boy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say B or C. Like it's it's clearly just supposed to be Baby of the Year again. Yeah, yeah, it is Baby of the Year again, and that's why I gave it a D. Um, oh, but two C's. I it's it's fair to stick that in C. C. Um, I think yeah, it's it's just a rehashing. It's not a total rehashing. The actor. That's true. Sam Richardson deserves many more sketches. He deserved another fucking uh, Scrooge Christmas Carol, whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, but my favorite quote since watching this episode twice so far has just been, "What a crop! Look at that crop! What a great crop!" <laughs> um, that is that is a great line. And I think Sam's his delivery is fantastic and it's my, baby of the year was probably my favorite sketch from season one that's an see. s yeah baby that's of the year s. is an s uh wrapping up episode one with the ghost tour c b plus i also give it a b okay uh i i think the ghost tour concept is very funny i think just watching a man <laughs> be so uh, uh, just so set in his convictions and in having a good time, but also being beat down on it and also feeling bad about it, but still like keeping it up. <laughs> I think it was very funny. And also just like, like you okay, can't stop making adults. the jokes. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's and, adult. And the, the tour guide was such a good straight man in that sketch. Yeah. Like it, 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 the relationship was great. Uh, the, <laughs> the people on the tour were funny and it, I think, yeah, it's just a funny concept of, yeah, this is a, you can say whatever you want. Then I'm going to say, do they come out of the walls and fucking make cum shots? You know, it's it's <laughs> funny. Any of these fuckers fucking the come out of the wall and. <laughs> I, I love when he pulls him aside and Tim just goes, oh, this is really interesting with the ghosts. <laughs> it's, it's, it's completely misreading why he's being yelled at. <laughs> I saw someone uh, say that too. it was a. It's the same guy who did the bozo dubbed over sketch. It's like, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I love all the speculation of like all of the different Tim Robinsons and if if they're characters that carry over. It's all yeah. one guy. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was all one guy? I'd be awful. Uh, what a life, oi. We're starting off episode two, which I think might be an instant S. Oh, capital room? room. Absolutely. S which one's capital me. room? That's, That's uh, the Shark Tank, uh, the Shark Tank's uh, ripoff. The Patty Harrison. It's like Patty I Harrison. sued the city of New York because I got sewn into the pocket of Charlie Brown. <laughs> I can't even look <laughs> at ball boys without having flashback. <laughs> I'm afraid of how I... much wine I'm having. The fucking I know I know I'm just repeating jokes, but just her like you better make a deal with me or I'll go <laughs> is. <laughs> unbelievable her delivery is continues to be the best out of anyone on this show and i the, yeah this is probably the most quotable one for sure i, I am with tyler that this is an s would you give this will a c 
Oh! <laughs> can we settle on A? That's an I A. I can give it an A. I can give it an A. But, like, I don't know. Just, like, the, the wine thing kind of lasted a little too long because it was, like, three or four jokes. What? In it. it was, it was fine. I can't watch a movie without a pole of wine. And popcorn. And popcorn. Amazing. <laughs> didn't, didn't tickle me. I don't know why. Fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The, the stream is running off my computer, so it's going to be too <laughs> Will you leave? Leave the stream up. I'll text you when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it an A. Well, it's, it's on A. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> and popcorn. Uh, next, we got Dan Flashes. And I'm grouping together That's the fair. Dan Flashes in the office uh, and the, the uh, whatchamacallit, the commercial for Century Square or whatever it is. Shops at the Creek. Uh, Shops at the Creek. Shops at the Creek. I'll give this yeah. one an A. I, if I'm averaging them together, I'm probably going B plus, A minus. Well, what are you going with, B or A? Uh, there's no say, minuses or plus. I know, I know. Um, I'm gonna say B. Dang, I'm going D with this one. Like it was, it was a lot of like Tim yelling, which was funny, but it really was redeemed by the follow-up sketch of just like the guys like following yeah. the patterns on the shirts. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go up to a C. We got an um, A, a B, and a C. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a B. textbook B. That's a B, baby. That's a B. I, I just love the patterns are so complicated. <laughs> but Mal's on my side for the for the capital room, by the way. Wow. Voice of the people. Okay. Mm. Whatever. Sorry, Mal. <laughs> Get out of here, Mal. Um, next, we got. Uh, I put old friends. Uh, oh, it's it's uh, it's the ice cream store. The, oh, yeah, the ice S. cream store with... S. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh! oh. I have triples of... <laughs> yeah, I have triples. I've watched that one so many times since then. I'm going B. B. I, I'm thinking... A, I'm also thinking B. Like, it was Bob funny. Odenkirk. I don't know. I think it was... I think that one went a little long. If we're if we're going to compare your rank... Your... your uh, That's fair. Thing of Capital Room. Yeah. Can we settle on a... We can't do an A minus or a B plus. That's true. Where should I stick this one? B. B. Man, I I love his little <laughs> his little thing where he's just like, my wife. My wife was beautiful. She was on posters. I had one of her posters. That's how I, I knew it was her. She asked me to marry her. I didn't even want to, but she's beautiful. But she's sick, <laughs> and I don't live in a hotel. Okay, okay. You've swayed me. I'm moving to A. Yeah, I'm moving right. to A. It's. It's an incredible concept. It's out of all the interaction on the show, this one seems like the most like feasible or the one that is like, you know, most grounded in reality. It has just, the like, saddest a... undertone. Oh man. <laughs> just I like, don't live in a hotel. Just like <laughs> tell him just like the very sad just like can you tell him about my, my beautiful wife. Tell her. <laughs> tell him. She's going to get better. Yeah. Oh, the, man. Uh, there's a few sketches on the uh, on this season, or maybe in the whole show, uh, that I'm thinking about it, where he just takes Tim and, and his writing partner, just take the idea, the smallest ideas like that, or uh, people not being able to drive in a parking lot mm -hmm. and just blowing it out of proportion. Um, That's how season one started. That's great. It's like the, the push-pull door. 
That's the that's yeah. the yeah the, exactly yeah. That's the mission statement of the series. Just like little awkward interaction taken to a comical extreme. Wow, we're getting onto something here. Mm. I think we're the first people to figure this out. We are. Uh, Kim didn't even know. We wrap up. We wrap up episode two with a very controversial. Everybody's got an opinion on this sketch. We're talking sloppy steaks. Hey, got a lot of people hating it. A lot of people loving it. And for some reason, that is a dividing line in the I think you should leave fandom. When it I'm comes fi- down I'm to I give it a D. D? Damn. Yeah, I think I could give it a D. Mm. I, if, Sean, if say I could, your piece. Yeah, if I could speak my case, I just, one, interacting with the baby, two, just like <laughs> going into detail about what sloppy steaks are, three, the entire, if it was just the scene at the party, I'd be like, okay, C, D, mm-hmm. yeah. But the the final segment of just like the baby or like going back in the flashback, the Ezra Koenig song playing that's fucking unintelligible. But then like <laughs> them like the guys, the waiter going like, guys, no sloppy steaks tonight, no sloppy, and they're all just like, let's slop them up, and they pour water on it, and just like the shot of the baby sitting on the beach, just smiling at Tim, and then cutting to the credits was just so good. It was such a good ending. Um, okay, I'll I give would, it. I would move it up to see if only for the back half of that sketch, because the front half is just like I was such a shitty person. You know, it's like you okay, likely tell what a piece it. of shit I am. I'm actually I'm going to move yeah. to B on the on sloppy steaks. Uh, Think about I'll, what A's are, but yeah. All right, Good. we'll move it. We'll yeah. put it to C then. Weighted average. Yeah, yeah I just that's to, to me sloppy steaks has to have a better explanation than a steak with water on it. There's there's a there's a thousand <laughs> better, funnier things. I feel like. Um, than steak with water on it. That's, That's fair. That's fair. And if I can give a little background, and I think you should leave, you guys probably know this. Uh, this exists because of Akiva from The Lonely Island uh, sitting Tim Robinson down after his... Um, what was that show where they gave all these different uh, comedians uh, an episode to do sketches? Oh, uh, uh, like characters? Netflix's characters? The characters. The characters. Akiva saw the characters grabbed Tim Robinson, sat him down in front of the Netflix CEO, and was like, this is it. So Akiva, and I think um, Andy Samberg, Lonely Yorma. Island, they're, they're, uh, they're executive producers on this. So I was definitely getting Lonely Island vibes from that song. But Entirely. To, to your point, to your point, it is by uh, Ezra Koenig. So. But Ezra's... I don't, I don't know where I was going with this. He's also a Netflix it, associate. Yeah. Tyler, you were entirely right. It feels like a Lonely Island sketch. It feels like a if that was in Pop Star, it would be you know it's it feels like it was in Pop Star. Still think it's funny. Um, starting episode three with one of my personal favorites. I should have got that. Ooh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> this is one of the strong, growers, man, of the season. A. Yeah, yeah. This is like I I saw it for the first time. I was like, I'm a little weirded out, but I watched it again, and I was like, no, this is fucking hilarious. I'm joking. This is whoever plays the professor is this season's Ruben Rabaza. This is just yeah. like his performance coming from nowhere of just being very awkward but very forward in a situation like this. Extremely well done. The funniest that... part is it's not even a very good looking hamburger. It's like a very <laughs> average looking hamburger. It's by far the worst looking thing on the table. He just give me that. <laughs> I'm going to eat the rest of it. 
<laughs> fucking you can't talk about it without talking about the punchline at the end the like oh it's hard hard to, hard like, to miss i'm like <laughs> the little boy it's gonna put tyler in the <laughs> i'm not saying I'm it little boy that's been afraid to grow up and if that's the truth my wife would be in jail <laughs> Just the way that he takes you on the journey to that joke is oh. incredible. What do we feel like? I give that a, a solid A as well. Yeah. 100% A. A is across that the board. That may end up being an S after, you know, after some time. Yeah. Um, after I should have got that, we've got Detective Crashmore. And I'm, I'm grouping the, the trailer and the press junket together. If that works for y'all. Yeah. Unless you want to separate them. No, I think the fine. press junk is funnier than the trailer, but I'll group them. Okay. Here's the thing. Even if the press junk is funnier than the trailer, I gave this one an F. I was... <gasps> really? I did not like Detective Crashmore. It, it just felt like, what if Santa Claus said the F word 47 times? I... That's understandable, Tyler, but it presented that concept in the best possible way. Of just like incredibly gory, vile, graphic trailer introducing the cast and then going and Santa Claus as <laughs> Crashmore. It's just, and then like you you get the press junket where he's just like, are you saying if you have a tattoo, if you get a tattoo, you're not getting anything for Christmas? <laughs> just not that, that year. That was a funny line. I've seen every like, take in America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling a B on Crashmore. Um, I think I gave it a C. Mm. Just like you fucking, you fucking suck. Just the way that he curses also just feels like it was written by a nine-year-old who doesn't curse. That uh, that that I think that's why I didn't. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Santa Claus. B- if they had gotten a little more with like, if I understand like Tim Robinson, like they cast guys that you would like find in, you know, uh, like absolutely productions. Uh, but if they had found like a, a more like clear Santa Claus, I think it would have sold better. Yeah, BCF. I think that's totally a C. BC, okay. C for sure. C for Crashmore. Um, then we've got after Crashmore, uh, the text message evidence scene, the the hat S. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, a, it's going to be an A for me, but the, it is an yeah, incredible. It's, a, it's an A for me as well. I'll put it at A. It goes I, on long. Good. Like that like slow focus from like the foreground to the background is like you just slowly see his hat come into frame and him being like, What? That's... <laughs> <laughs> he got his hat stuck in the wheelchair and got grease on it. <laughs> so what is this? It's not supposed to get grease on it. <laughs> it 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 loses the thread in which like the like text messaging between people but I think I mean it kind of benefits from that, but it, it's oh one hundred percent of that just is, like that a full account evidence used in a court of law. Like, yeah, <laughs> on the record, this guy has a terrible hat and dice. <laughs> it's literally like the first two texts of the conversation pertain to the what uh, insider trading, and then yeah, yeah. the rest is just about the hat. <laughs> but each like little flex. like he's wearing the hat again. I'll get you the money. <laughs> Or, like, it goes through the whole fucking meeting exchange and it ends in dollar sign. So it's still, like, yeah. counted as evidence, but to, like, the least degree. And also, similar to, um, oh, God, I, we just spoke about it. Similar to Sloppy Steaks, 
this has such a great just like punch right at the end of the episode where he's just like stop kicking him or like (laughs) stop it and it just ends is that was a perfect place in that sketch 100 percent uh that wraps up episode a three it's halfway um oh i forgot one from episode three I put it as an F, just throwing that out there beforehand. The hot dog vacuum. F. It was a it was a reprise of the first sketch of season one. There's a few reprises in this where I almost feel like it's unfair to include in the ranking because it's only like two seconds, you yeah. know. Yeah, but, but it, it, it's two seconds. We could add something else besides the hot dog. That's vacuum. true. Yeah, that's true. I think Tim's performance. Fixed. I think him like kind of reprising that character and just like you know it's something I can't talk about. I put it as a D. Um, yeah. Okay. But it, it, it did feel like like the Tim and Eric awesome show, like the fucking like Cinco products they would advertise. Dead on. Yeah. Or did this? Does this happen to you? I love this um, happening to you though. Except that was yeah. No, I do. I do. But if we look at our list, we see some some kind of repeats or spiritual successors that are lower on the list because of it. So, That's true. Uh, uh, we're starting off episode four with Jimmy Tacos. A absolutely I that gave one it an a as well a had like a. it had me in a, like actual near like sentimental tears because just like <laughs> before like you, you like oh you'd be drinking too if you had my wife and just like his immediate just heartbreak at having said that <laughs> and just like one I paul walter hauser looks like just the sweetest man in the world and so every like thing he emotes is just on his face and you just feel for him and then it just goes mm. into this beautiful backstory about him and his wife meeting. <laughs> and it breaks into the Jamie Taco. But just like the stuff about him and his wife meeting and it being so sweet. I was just sitting there with like my eyes welling up of just like crying and laughing. Um, and of course, Jamie Taco, the actual, the actor, <laughs> the most fucking theater kid. Oh, man. What a find. to that. <laughs> I'd also, it's one of the only sketches that, like, has an ending of him being like, I'm going to leave. And they're like, you never stay the night. And it shows, like, the five <laughs> sleeping bags. <laughs> it's my birthday. And just his delivery of, I gotta go. And it just ends. <laughs> it is so a good. magical uh, sketch. That was good. That's good. Um, <laughs> next we have, I call it, I call it Cheer Everybody Up. It's the sketch with, um, with what's his face? Uh, the Blues Brothers uh, thing. Yeah, the Blues Brothers. Oh it's, my um, god! They're all having a bad time up in, up in the mountains in a cabin or something. And uh, Tim Robinson decides to cheer everybody up by doing the most crazy dance. And he gets the dogs barking. I, I love a scenario where it's just like craziness like that. Just the most insane shit. And I was crying during that sketch. You get Tim Robinson and Conor O'Malley in a sketch. That's an immediate A for yeah. me, man. Just like him, him dancing. And he's like, tell him to calm down. And he's like, will he take off the hat and sunglasses? He goes, and he yells at him and he just shakes his head. And Conor's like, damn it. Just immediately gives up. So fucking good. The best part is where he takes it off and goes, don't worry. I wasn't the Blues Brothers. Just turning to his girlfriend. And his girlfriend, like, upsettingly turning it up while everybody's coming, their ears in pain. Neighborhood so dogs attacked him <laughs> from the yeah. outside. <laughs> a wild German shepherd. Yeah. So good. I'm sorry. Um, he thinks you're a different guy. <laughs> the longest the longest sketch of season two is Calico Cut Pants. S. I'm sorry. 
S. I I gave that love. A I'm I feeling love calico cut pants. No, it's Sorry. Will. It's, I feel like Sean and I are alike on everything. It's Will. You're right. It's extremely well done. It's extremely good, but it didn't really have you like laughing out loud as many times, and it did go on for a long time. It didn't. It didn't outstay. Can I sell you welcome. on an A because of the joke where he hands him the folded up note that says "Look at my face" <laughs> when he looks at him. He has the most intense expression I've ever seen. <laughs> And also the reveal at the end of just like, we've got it all on video. <laughs> he gives. There, there was one clip in this that had me almost peeing my pants. Um, I think it's not it, about he, piss. he started playing something something super loud, and then Tim's character punches the laptop and like fucking busts it. He breaks the laptop like twice. <laughs> he goes, is it a loud video? He goes, no. And he opens it, and it's a wrestler. It's Brody King screaming, nah, 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 at full fun. All right, I'm moving uh, to, I'll, I'm willing to move it up to an A. It's the yeah. fucking, it gets, yes. I still really like the Tim yelling at someone way, 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 way down the hallway. Hold that door, <laughs> hold that door. <laughs> yeah, and him just like so taking his sweet time, like just like a little, it was like a little spice to throw in on this weird character. Um, it's got and I'm so still... many little jokes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm disappointed and Michael that Michael Bryan's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but CalicoCutPants.com still nothing. Oh. Wouldn't you agree? It doesn't have to be a real set. It'd be nice. I, I like the where he's like, I had to answer all the doctor's questions. Like, did she walk too close to a tower, or did she eat a battery? <laughs> She and just his delivery is like she ate a battery. She ate a small battery. She had a watch. It's like a little battery, like a little circle battery. And it's like she won't basically stop a sitcom batteries. episode with a hundred mini jokes in it. Episode five starts with I don't know how to drive. Top tier B. B. Ooh. I gave it a C. All right, B. Am I the Simon Cowell of this group? I you feel really like are. I'm the one who's rating no. all these really low. <laughs> I I think I, it's I, it's pure cut Tim Robinson. Um, but it's it's a it's a funny concept. It's a, a funny There's delivery. A lot, a lot of lasting power with I don't know what any of this means and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. He, used he just for a while. We saw, we saw it in the ghost tour sketch where he's just like on the verge of tears and how he delivers lines like doing that. And he's like, No, I don't. And he I just like really feel how. for him. <laughs> and he touches the steering wheel. I like, put your hands on the steering wheel. Ah! And he just starts <laughs> freaking out immediately. <laughs> it's very good um next we got i'm not paying for that i'd go c i'm going c i'm yeah i'm thinking c plus b minus i i think john early is very funny the joke was funny the joke was funny the joke was funny the delivery i'm not paying for that i wanted to see, <laughs> just immediate just like oh i just his facial expressions i wish I we would have seen lied. more of the hilarious waiters brothers waiter brothers <laughs> that was good and then also his delivery at the beginning was like, this guy is fucking awesome. I love partying with him every weekend. And Epic. then going into, I'm not paying for that. Fuck you. Like, it, it, that was <laughs> no. good. It was good. You but know, I hate was, this game. It was a little long. Next, we got Stable of Stars. B. B. I love the fact that a very bad Johnny Carson impersonator can't hit you. <laughs> I, I'm feeling a C. I gave it a D. Ooh. Oh, I thought you said B, right. Tyler. No, D, D. No, Will gave it a B. Okay. C tier then. I it's 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 funny, but it, it it it's the same Tim character as the uh, fucking um, what was his name? Chunky. Chunky. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't hit. Yeah. 
<laughs> but it was um, just like old watching an old man just whack people. <laughs> That's why it's not an F because old people hitting young people still pretty funny. Still our funny. only F uh, so far is the hot dog vacuum, and our only D well, we is the hot dog. Uh oh, no, we don't. Dave Campor and the Buff Boys reprise. Oh yeah, great character. I they gave him such a shitty thing. Not like, a very good sketch. Yeah, not yeah, a very good sketch. Boys. I, I'm only excited to see this sketch because it's the same actor who plays Tommy, uh, in Detroiters, and to see him return, yeah. was great. But apart from that, yeah, the sketch really isn't anything. My uh, my personal favorite of the season, uh, the Galactic Bar, the Star Wars type bar with uh, um, really Tim Heidecker. I'm like, instant S for me. I was crying through that whole thing. Really? Just how earnestly he yes. I loved it so. Yeah, him just earnestly being like talking about this, this his dates. Uh, one sister addicted to drugs, and two um, mom who had to eat vomit on okay, uh, live radio, radio just to give them yeah. get school supplies. And just the guy and boy, take the robot going. What? <laughs> that I'm is so sorry. Entirely, <laughs> Tyler's sense of humor is just like a big fucking alien animatronic going like I, I didn't know i'm sorry what <laughs> maybe but i'm giving that a fucking s i'm c I, I like it i like that i like this character better than his uh character in the first season i categorically I, I give disagree. that one an s too i would give that one an s too oh uh, yeah the, his, his his season one was my favorite one in season one but yeah i gotta go see with sean on this one i'll, I'll oh, we'll, man we'll average it out to a b the the jazz sketch was so much funnier. This one, it was funny, but just like it, it just I don't know. I should... It's it's how earnest those two characters are. The actress they found to play the straight uh, the straight woman aside him um, was so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the little I found a little Lego head in my corn. I've done that before. It works. A great place to end the show. We should say that, yeah. like, a C tier, I think you should leave, is better than, like, an S tier on most other shows. Oh, yeah. Like, this, the, it's, it's skewed so high. The bar is above the ceiling. We're, we're, we're ranking this all out of love. We, we yeah. wouldn't rank anything subpar. It is all yeah, still I've... endlessly rewatchable. Watch the whole series, I think, twice now at this point. Same. Um, episode six has got a lot of S's for me. Uh, we're starting off with the sketch, though. Uh, I called it "Guy Who Looks Just Like Dave," the one where he's in the HR office and uh, he has hired a, a double for his boss for or coworker for however many years who would come in and just take fat shits and leave. Um, funny concept, but I I, I said C. What did you guys think of it? Give it a C. Admittedly, I haven't rewatched season or episode six yet. Um, I watched the once, and I. Yeah, I'm feeling a C. I remember laughing, but I don't remember at what. I gave it a D. Ooh. I, so I guess that's a C. Yeah. Um, you know I'll meet you at D. I'll meet you at D. Uh, next, we got we got driving school, which was an S for me. <sighs> well, it's up there. I'm, get out of here. <laughs> I'm also people when they were talking about Patty in the season early on, they said this was the best one, but I still think Capital Room is her best. I think I put this as an as a maybe. B plus A minus. I was gonna say B. Yeah, uh, maybe an A minus. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't know. I really like Eddie Munster. Her, the her table... job is tables. I, it was funny. 
Maybe I'm simple-minded. What do you want? That, what do you want to call it? What do you want to call it? You got an S. We I'll got say an A. A, let's a, a and a B. Let's fill out let's the put a in an a. category. A lot of A's. All right. I'm sighing because I know this this next one's also going to be fucking contentious. <laughs> Tammy craps. A S. Absolutely S. S. Down a down. Fucking S. Will. I said C. CLB as well. Just like five Macanudo cigars, Will. The amount of world building they throw in this single <laughs> ad in like 90 seconds is in fucking incredible. At first they hit you with like, it's Tammy Crafts, the doll who craps. And they're like, she no longer it has like it, it was just so many funny words and my brain couldn't take it. And I just <laughs> died laughing. Mommy, mommy, I'm finally 60 LBs. Congrats. <laughs> the sad music as she goes and takes rocks out takes of her rock. dress. And like, oh, God, like, <laughs> it's like they had to put dangerous chemicals. The like, girl. Oh, God. Farting it inside was... the heads. Come on. Come on. Can we, can we do an A? Yes. Yeah, we could do an A. Only because you ruined it. <laughs> so far, there's been one S, and it's been the one we all unanimously said yes, yes S on. Yeah. yeah. Well, there'd be a lot more S's if you weren't so obstinate. <laughs> you said you were the Simon Cowell of this discussion. Yeah, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I was more early season skewed on the on the episodes. Yeah, I, it, it's it's going to be interesting once we add season one onto this. Yeah. Um. Next, we got desk surfing, the big wave. Where's B? B? Is I see. Like B C. What do you say, Todd? Um, what did I give? I gave it a C. All right, let's see. It's it's fun. You peep seeing people get hurt. It's funny. Yeah, show jeans. I think I think that was it. It felt um, like the the bozo dubbed over sketch again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're wrapping up season two with uh, a surprising one to wrap it up with, but still good in my eyes is the Claire's um, video sketch with the guy. <laughs> yeah, I gave. I think I gave this an A. Yeah, I gave this an A. But again, I think this is my humor. Just a guy, an old guy <laughs> cut in between all these small girls who are getting their ears pierced. He's like, I'm going to Florida, so I got to get my ear pierced. And then he just started expounding on debt. Like, I thought. It was like, a, it was it was like we were friends and not married at one point. <laughs> There's some good lines in it. I think it is pretty long. And I think it's kind of a bummer to end the season. Honestly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've I've been talking a lot about you know like the perfect like punch at the end of an episode, uh, and so far leading up to this, each episode has had a really good punch. But man, this one just kind of fell flat. I'm feeling like a C or a mm. D. Mm. Like I again, I need to rewatch episode six and really get a feel for it. But yeah, for I forget what season one ended on. Um, but this one just kind of was like eh, yeah. I think I said D. Wow. Average wow, it to a, average it to a C. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and that's Look it. At this list, I'm I'm very surprised. We only have one S. I mean, it's of course coffin uh, coffin flop. That's it. I think, hey. I think people would understand this list. Absolutely. But that's a uh, yeah. I think you should leave I'm season two this. another triumph. Hopefully, it gets a third season. Hopefully, Tim Robinson and Zach Kanan keep writing together. It, it can't it, not get a third season yeah. at this point. It, the popularity, like the the curve, is too big. I yeah. feel like everybody is is watching this. Um, if and if anything, I hope Comedy Central sees the popularity of it, or someone, and it's just like okay, let's it's let's bring back Detroiters. If Sam Richardson has the time after being in 
several movies this year. Um, I would love to see Detroiters back. An absolute treat of a show. Talked about twice on Radish. We're big fans. Big fans of Tim uh, Robinson. That's it for us, everyone. All right, excellent. I'm gonna take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some announcements. Oh yeah. yes, got some big announcements here. Hit us. Um, I'm going to I'll, a wedding. I'll hit you with the first one. Yeah, Sean's going to a wedding. Congrats to the bride and the groom. They're both um, Sean. <laughs> Sean is uh, some sort of Loki thing, marrying himself. Uh, no, um, we. I, we're, I know we're going live today on Tuesday, but we're starting back up live radishes every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're also starting up Thursday miscellaneous streams. Gonna do some gaming. Gonna do some other stuff. Uh, gonna have radish and friends on. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, and then the third piece of big, big news here. I think Will, it's, it's only fair if, if you deliver the the real big news here. We're having a baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be at Dragon Con. Birthing uh, our next fourth host. Yes, <laughs> we've done the ritual, um, which is not a euphemism. Uh, no, we're going to be at DragonCon. We'll be there Sunday night uh, at the Hilton, I believe, for the digital media track. Um, we'll post more details about that later, but as of right now, that is the plan. I, Sunday yeah, night. I mean, I think we can we can dive a little bit deeper. Uh, Sean mentioned, unfortunately, he will be at a wedding that weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, super, he doesn't super, listen. Super I will never forgive my stepbrother. <laughs> he already got well, married he didn't have to do it again on labor day weekend after a year of me being stuck inside and not going to my favorite place in the world again never forget sorry, unforgivable sorry sean i'll but, i'll i'll make myself i'll make a video or some kind of guest spot um if, if y'all let me but uh i have graciously and excitedly um not graciously that sounds full of myself uh <laughs> Evan's gonna. Our friend Evan is gonna take the, my place, and uh, no one is better qualified. Um, in fact, I may come back. Fallon. He's the best we could find in a pinch. And then we also have Scotty, of course, uh, join in. So uh, it'll be a fun time. Uh, for people who are super upset that they're not seeing Sean in a live show, something we can't announce just yet. But if you're in Atlanta the weekend after, let's just say something might be happening. That's all we can say, I think. Not another wedding, um, as far as I can help it. I'm getting married, <laughs> and you're all invited. Hey! I'm marrying Sean. Um, We're finally doing it. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Um, and then if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, I have a fun stream planned for tonight. So uh, hey. check that out for some Neon Stop fun. Oh. <laughs> Not lit. No, it'll be lit. It'll, It'll be lit. lit. Uh, where can everyone be found? You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter, Sean and Barry everywhere else. I know I talk about it every week, but I just remembered that I have an Instagram for my record collection, which I haven't updated in a month. Um, it's at Idiotechnica <laughs> on Instagram. Um, yeah, record store day is uh, the season's nearly done, so I'll be posting that kind of stuff and. Uh, as my uh, King Gizzard box set draws near, I'm going to just start posting on the King Gizzard albums I have and talking about them. It's going to be great. My uh, my Persona 5 4LP collection shipped today. So, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Idiotech You'll never see two, it coming. Which is mine. 
<laughs> is, is, is in route to, to Will. Uh, who's me? I'm Will. You can find me at Will from online. I also sometimes talk about Naruto with Evan over at the Naruto run. Um, that's all I've got. Uh, also, um, Elephant was named after me. It's true. Um, my name is Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. You can find the network online at Indiesaurus.net. Do me a favor. Everybody listening, go and follow that. Uh, got, we're reposting a lot of great uh, new episodes of a lot of shows that are on Indiesaurus. Um, I think I, I made a post the other day of all the new episodes that came out this past week, and I was shocked at just how many shows we have. Love all of them. Um, Tyler's question. I got a good one today. So we just announced, or we didn't just announce, it'd be cool if we announced this, uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl is a video game that's coming out this fall uh, on pretty much every platform. So Sean, you can get on in on this too. I hope there's cross-platform play. Uh, but it's it's a Smash Bros. style game with Nickelodeon characters. They revealed a pretty good roster. My question to you guys is, announced or not announced, who is going to be your main on Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl? I got mine. All right, Sean's thinking. Hit it. Hit us yeah. well. Summer Sanders, host to figure it out. Olympic swimmer. <laughs> she can. He always goes with the horny a lot characters. of clues. She can unleash slime <laughs> on Dave Tamborelli at a button's notice. Uh, she is her. The judges, I think, would also be good. Mm-hmm. Or the big head. Or the big Just head. The big or action. Or action league. Now is also my my mm-hmm. other. You know, that, melt, that, that's a good one. Meltman, the flesh, stinky diver, thunder girl. My knee-jerk answer before, like, if, the, if here's the difference. If the question was, who do you want to be added? Obviously, Ginger Foutley, as told by Ginger, <laughs> no <Oops>. doubt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if we're talking, uh, who's your main? It's Artie from The Adventures of Pete and Pete. He seems to oh. be the exodia of Nickelodeon shows. He's the strongest <laughs> man in the world. Yeah. yeah. Um but also uh uh temple guards or no, Kurt Fogg. Yeah, Olmec will Olmec will be a course. Like I'm trying to think of like any Olmec animated will... shows. Kablam. Yeah. My I... vote's Linda Ellerby and not souped up. Like she doesn't get any powers. She's the control group. Like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's it's Will's age-old joke that kills me every time of Lucius Fox getting added to the Injustice series. Just a a regular person just getting getting beat the hell up. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> I, I I do applaud their their choice to add a Reptar as the Rugrats representation and not Tommy Pickles, <laughs> a baby, yeah, fighting a Danny Phantom. Yeah, you can't fight an infant. <laughs> you can't. What is the actual They're... roster of this game? It's crazy. Uh, it's got Powdered it's Toast great. Man from Ren's Tempe. That was good. Is um, uh, either Otto or uh, Twister? None of the Rocket Power uh, kids are in it yet. Damn. Although I think I... they're adding Korra and Aang based on the oh, box art. Their their profiles are on it. Oh, good. That would make sense. I see Nigel Thornberry. That's very good. Yeah. Danny Phantom and got... Zim. The oh. Umbrella Monster from Ah Real Monsters. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a deep pull. Yeah, it was. Uh, two characters from The Loud House, which no one over the age of us has seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I watched 
an uh, afternoon of Drake the Loud Bell House episodes. No, Will, you made a good joke where you said Dan Schneider is the master hand. and uh, That was Tyler. Oh, Dan Schneider would be the ne- master foot, actually. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> the, the villains would be Dan Schneider and Butch Hartman for sure. Butch Hartman's weird Mikasa <laughs> fan art. That's it. That's it. Bye. Thanks to everyone for watching and for listening. We'll see you next week Dr- or Thursday. Drive safely. This has been the finale of Radish. Oh. <laughs>